episode 26. Thank you all for listening to episode 25. Jason Garrett, Duke of Trash. I am Gary here with my co-host, Bear. Is any anybody else here? Hello. Is it is it just us? It's it's just us. Yeah. Apparently Jake is not here yet. Oh. Of course. This is what happens on Saturday morning. You know, I'm, I'm shocked that Brandon gets here. Maybe if we put Jake onto the pumpkin spice, he'd show up. I mean, all we have to do is put a couple pumpkin spice little creamers out there, and should be just fine. Yeah, and get him some some of those pumpkin pumpkin spice pumpkin spice frosted flakes. He might easy, be all right. Easy for you to say. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It was terrible. But you know, uh, Brandon is is off. This is the last episode. He will be off, and he returns on Wednesday for, I guess it would be episode 27 already, which is unbelievable. That is a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, happy to have him back. We need to get this bear and Brandon debate up and rolling in the in the in the flesh, not over uh, <laughs> you reading him or reading yeah him uh, chiming in on the phone. So this will be good. Um, we'll be glad to have Brandon back and you know uh, get him back in here and give us his wonderful insight and tell us how his NASCAR guy almost didn't make it through to uh, you know the finals there. Well, you know, well, it, it, close. It, it's okay. And how he's still whining, isn't he? He's probably still whining right now. Well, and I know you were whining a little bit when we covered it on uh, Wednesday with what happened with Kevin Harvick, but, you know, that's okay. We'll see what happens on Sunday uh, at Phoenix IRM, so, or Ooh. ISM. Yeah. So, um, but uh, he'll be back, like we said, and Ryan uh, from the Grown Ups could not be here today. He, he had to tell us last minute on Wednesday he couldn't be here, and we knew he wouldn't be here uh, today either because of what is he has some personal things going on that he had to take care of emergencies and uh, so we hope to have him on in the next couple of weeks you know so that'll be okay it's uh, unfortunate because I know he picked King of the Ring but he did give me some notes okay sweet. so so that's gonna help us out here so thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time check him out uh, on Wes Anderson music on Facebook and give him a follow on Twitter at songs by Wes Thanks to All Wear Clothing, the official merchandise provider for Over the Line Sports Podcast. If you want to do business with them, mention Over the Line Sports Podcast. And Brandon, not the guy missing from here, will give you a great deal on your clothing needs. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Uh, check them out on Facebook, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. You can also call them at 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding area, not... Bulgaria. Bulgaria. I like. Is that still a country too? Yeah. Okay. That's just curious. Rusev, oh, the Bulgarian yeah, yes. brute. That's right. That's probably why I thought of it. Yeah. So Rusev, sorry, you cannot get your lawn taken care of. Well, I mean, Lana might be able to take care of that for him. Oh, I'm sure she would. Uh, she probably mows lawn. I, I know she probably mows her own lawn. Oh. So we can go from there. But it's no shame. Do November. You, do you think that she leaves like a, just a one patch left in the yard, like or a, is... like a landing strip in the yard? I wouldn't say that. Just kind of like a just one. Stri- I wouldn't say quite landing. You know, it's just you know when you're cutting your grass, kind of like a runway. Yeah, more or less. So you're cutting your grass, and you just you know you don't have the last perfect strip, and there's just a little bit left right down the middle, and you just don't want to cut it and leave it there for next time. At least that's what I do usually. Yeah, you know, just something like that. That's all. Just bringing that up. That wouldn't be bad. I I I like that. Uh, Thank you to Verizon, of course, who is a true technology business partner and helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future; we build it. Go to their website, get in touch with a sales rep in your area. Thank you, Tim and Stephanie. Bear, credit score still looking good? Yes. Um, you know, I'm still, I think now I'm like 826. Nice. So it's, it's raising slightly, but I, I can only go so much further. So yeah. I'm not too mad if it raises a point or two every other week. It's not that, bad. That's nice. And, you know, Jake, maybe maybe Jake listened to us and vi- is visiting Cassandra at PNC Bank. Maybe that's why he's not here today. Hopefully that's what it is. Hopefully she's helping him out with a loan or credit card or some, some personal banking things, and she's going to help him out. 
And if anybody else needs help from her, give her a call, 419-877-0634. So Crown Jewel is the first thing we have up here. Um, so just to update the records, uh, we, we got rid of uh, one of the matches, which we'll get into later. So the records were Bear and Jake were 8-2, and two, and Brandon and myself were 7-3. and three. So we all did pretty well. Um, I know we talked about last week pyros and, and fireworks and those things. Did you happen to notice that those were there? So when Brock yeah. did his entrance, you know, the fireworks blast and yes. everything goes off. And it was the the big fireworks. Yeah. You know, I know it was all around the stage. There wasn't any, like, up close. I think there was a There was some, like, two. on the stage. That yeah, shot a out. couple, like, but it was Myst- mostly over the stadium, around. right? Yeah, because, yeah, like, like, when Mysterio did his old school thing where he points down, yep. you know, when he runs from side to side, fireworks went off there. Yep. So it was pretty sweet to see. Um the return of Hulk Hogan, what'd you yeah. think? I thought that was really cool. Um, didn't, you know, I, I I had a feeling it was going to happen. I knew it was, but I forgot about it. So I thought that was really cool. And he came out and, you know, addressed the crowd and everything and said he was pretty much, you know, he's back at least in the WWE good graces, more or less, all the Hall of Fame, all that stuff, which we knew was going to happen eventually. So I think that was a good time, especially with all the other stars, you know, Daniel Bryan, John Cena, these guys dropping out. I think they definitely needed Hogan, and I'm sure Vince paid a pretty penny to get him there but you know I, I think it was good that he was he needed to be there at that time and and um, start off the show which I think was great got that crowd pumped up um with that did you see like all of the people sitting in like the freaking lawn or not the lawn chairs like the lazy boys oh in the it was like row. it was like the uh it had to be like all the rich kids right all well, the, it was like the royal rumble or, or their uh, the greatest royal rumble they had the same thing the uh, chairs they put out there see i didn't i never watched that actually it's better than australia when they had the plastic chairs yeah, well, yeah <laughs> definitely but yeah it felt like it had to be all the you know the rich oil kids and all that and all the princes or whatever that had to be that sitting in the front that's all i could think every time i saw him yeah. it was kind of funny it was it was interesting so you know i found out that the prince you know of saudi arabia is a big nostalgic wrestling fan so like especially 80s so hulk hogan getting there was huge oh, for him. yeah he loved that and, I bet. and hogan i don't know if you saw on twitter you know he put on there he's like gosh i gotta get under 300 looking too big like a beat up half the roster and then rusev says how about you and me wrestlemania 35 <laughs> like rusev i love it Always yeah. on Twitter trying to plug himself. As much as, as, as great as that sounds, Hogan should never wrestle again. He just needs to be a mouthpiece and be out there. If he was like um, general manager or something, I think that would be pretty cool. Or anything along those lines. Even a manager of someone up and coming, you know. I think that would be pretty sweet. But yeah, I don't think he should be in the ring. I'm sure he thinks he should be in the ring. But I just I think Hogan's, uh, Hogan's ring days are over with, or at least they should be for the most part. And then again, you got all these other guys wrestling into their 60s sometimes, on occasion. So we'll see with that. Yeah, the uh, I happened to kind of watch some stuff with Ric Flair recently, just when he retired and in, in, when Michaels retired him in 08. It's been 10 years. you believe that? Yeah. That's it's, unbelievable. Yeah, and that was right. And that was, um, like I said, with Michaels in this, which we'll get into later mm-hmm. to see him wrestle again. Yeah. It was pretty interesting and... He was slow, but what else did you expect? Yeah, and we'll get into that whole match, and we'll actually probably cover that last. So I'll work uh, from the bottom up. So we had the bar in New Day, and we, we knew what was going to happen there. The bar uh, yep. won, kept the tag titles. Uh, next, you know, you got into uh, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley. Seth won, which we all thought, except Jake thought Bobby Lashley. Uh, Kurt, and Kurt Angle, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler won that to move on and face Seth. Uh, Miz beat Hardy. And then Mysterio kind of surprised us. I know you and Jake called yeah. it, but he beat Orton. 
and then he RKO'd him out of nowhere right then and yep. there afterwards and just beat him up. He was pissed. Um, and then next, the the Miz went on to beat Mysterio, and then Dolph beat Seth, mm-hmm. which was kind of surprising. And then we're just kind of sitting there wondering, I'm like, that, that's two heels, so this is interesting. And then all of a sudden, oh, Miz hops out of the ring and hurts his ankle or whatever. You yeah, know, whatever he did, right? He sold it great. It, it, kayfabe, as we, we discussed in the past, and... And here comes Shane. You know, he's by the sides with Baron Corbin. He's like, oh, I'm going to fill in. I'm like, oh, no, here we go. So this is where we're talking about where we washed of the the match, the no contest, because we didn't, yeah. we couldn't predict that. And No, and like I think I texted you the other day. I said, um, there's no way. If you gave me 100 guesses, I wouldn't have guessed that to happen because it's just so odd. Um, and it helps that I don't really, you know, watch Raw and SmackDown as much as the pay-per-views. But I feel like that was, yeah, that was really weird. Um, I don't mind seeing Shane O'Mac out there, but I thought that was an odd place to have him fill in at. I agree. And, um, you know, it, it like, ca- that could have been Hogan. Yeah, it could have He could have came out and did a quick, you know, leg drop and just been done in a minute, squashed him. It would have been stupid, but he could have. Yeah, uh, like, you know. like Shane could have beat him up and then here comes Hogan or, you know, yeah, something like something that. Something weird like that, right? And, uh, you know, I agree. And then kind of we'll, we'll get into what happened in SmackDown and, and Raw and uh, kind of discuss that kind of what led into that and what happened to lead up to Survivor Series. Um, I found it interesting when we got into it. I was surprised. Uh, I wasn't surprised with AJ and Samoa Joe. Um, Samoa Joe, we'll get into I'm going to get into him a little bit later. I know Jason had some good debate topic about yep. Samoa Joe, so we'll talk about that. Um, but Samoa Joe, I just think, and I put this in the notes later, but I'll bring it up now because I'm thinking about it. He is just in the wrong era. He is so good as a heel. And I think he's just in the wrong era. Like, if he was Attitude Era or Ruthless Aggression Era, he would have been really good. And he's good now, but he's good in any time. But I'm like, man, I wish they could have used him then. Yeah, I mean, I think he, when did he st- He had to start, like, 02, 03. I mean, he would have started around the Ruthless Aggression Era mm-hmm. time. But, yeah, obviously he didn't make it to WWE until, what, last year, I think, or two years ago, whatever it well, was. Well, he's been, he's been around He for was in NXT for a couple years, years, right? Yeah, he's been in NXT, and then he got called up a couple years ago, and... Now he's where he's at, and he should have been there a long time ago. Yeah, I'm surprised that he ever went to NXT because he was so great in TNA, and it's not like AJ Styles went from TNA to NXT. He, he came he right to the right main to roster, the main card, yeah. which I think both... Because he went to New Japan and then came yep. came and, back here. And I think, I mean, Styles is better than Samoa Joe overall, but it's, you know, it, it's not by a lot. Samoa mm-hmm. Joe is a main card guy, and obviously you're seeing that Samoa now. Samoa Joe's better on the mic yeah. than AJ. AJ's, you know, okay, but Samoa... And AJ's better in the ring. Right, exactly. So they kind of, that's why they complement each other so well. And AJ and him have great matches. Yeah. Which is awesome to and, see. And that's the other thing, is you knew that AJ was going to win just because, right. you know, they didn't, this wasn't supposed to happen. They just, the feud ended uh, at the last man stand, or was it last man standing? What was it that they had their last match that they had? Yeah, the last man, last man standing, yep. right? And then they and just then it was supposed this. to be Daniel Bryan, which they had to break back. Did to you, Did you know why he didn't go? I read more into this. No. So apparently he was saying he wasn't going to go for a long time, mm-hmm. and it's because of their views against homosexuality, and and women too, because of obviously Bree being his wife. Uh, there's a big thing there too. So it wasn't anything with the political. I think that just fueled it and added to it. But you know, we'll we'll see what happened. And we can go from there. Um, the uh, uh, And then next was Brock and Braun, because we're going to save the other one for last, which was last. So Brock and Braun surprised me. Jake got this right, but he's also just throwing darts at a board. Right. Um, he 
it, you know, Baron hits him with the belt to start yeah, the match. Exactly. I'm like, so, here we go. Yep, and and I was, thought I thought there was a chance when he got him, F5'd him a couple times, and you even text us. F5'd him over the top rope. Nuts. That was insane. Like, you can do that with, like, a Rey Mysterio, but when you do it with a man that's bigger than yourself, that's insane. And he never did that with a big show. Right. I mean, that was nuts. I was, And it looked like it hurt. It right. did not look good for Braun. You know, and, and Brock, you know, is looking a little trimmed up, I think, getting ready for UFC. Yeah. But now... You know, I, I was reading more into uh, Cormier, who, by the way, squashed. Uh, well, he didn't squash, but he, he choked out um, Lewis. Which was stupid, by the way. Right. Um, I, we didn't cover it on the last one because, really, that was the only decent fight on that card. Exactly. And they gave Derek Lewis literally a month to train for that, uh, to fight the best wrestler in UFC, possibly history. Um, so that was really disappointing, and I didn't. I'm happy because I wasn't going to pay for that or anything anyways. But... It was, uh, to get off topic, that was not the greatest thing. And everyone, oh, DC is the best. Yeah, we know that, but he still can't beat John Jones, dude. So until that happens. So I know this is going to be probably the third, which is sounding like he's going to fight him before Lesnar. Especially, we don't know what Lesnar's new deal is. we got to look into that. What, Lesnar shouldn't get a title fight, though. Uh, I agree. To start. I mean, I he's agree. gotten his ass whooped the last couple times he's right. been out there. Except, well, he... What did he fight at 200? And then he, he won, but he, he had, won. Yeah, he beat Mir there. And then, well, no, 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 not Mir. He beat uh, the big dude. The fat guy. Oh, yeah, Mark Hunt. Sorry, I was Mark thinking of 100. Sorry No, about Mark that. Hunt, but then he got... But he beat Mark Hunt. With the steroid But he allegation. got popped, so yeah, yeah, exactly. And he beat... It was a really boring fight. It was. Um, and that's the thing, is that I think if that happened, it's great wrestling on wrestling, but I think DC would catch him and knock him out. Uh, Brock's chin just isn't what it used to be. It, so I, I think that if he did fight him, I think DC would beat him, which I hate to say. But at the end of the day, if they're going to do that, DC needs to go back and fight John Jones because has he, has he beat him in the other two fights? No, no, he, Jones beat him both times. Yeah, but oh. both times, one of them, the I think he got suspended on the last yes. one. He got he arrested, got yes. so he got his belt taken away, and then the last one he got popped for the roids or whatever it was, drugs, roids. But that was the one they just took back, saying no, this wasn't the case. So so be it. We'll see. He that's. I mean, if he ever wants to be the greatest ever, he's got to beat John Jones. Simple as that. I agree. And, uh, you know, the next one, of course, we uh, the last match. So, oh, by the way, I didn't give our overall record. So, Bear, by the way, you're 25-12-1. Mm-hmm. I'm 24-13-1, so a match behind you. Brandon, is he, he gained 17-20-1, right. so he's coming up. And then Jake is 12-5. Uh, so not bad. he's not doing bad for a guy that doesn't watch wrestling. So that's pretty good for us. Uh, but this last match, so um, I was looking forward to it because I wanted to see Michaels. It's weird still seeing him and Triple H with beards and bald. <laughs> so yes, well, that. especially Michaels. Triple H, you know, we've seen for a while, so that is acceptable. But yeah, seeing Michaels bald and wrestling, yeah. Um. Michaels looked really, I mean, and I hate it because I know he hasn't wrestled in 10 years. He looked so slow in the ring. I mean, it just, it wasn't great. I was not impressed. Triple H still looks good as always. I mean, he still got it. But for a guy who hasn't done anything in eight years. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't. uh, But And he's also working with people that are. Yeah, and he's not working with the fastest guys in the world either. But you could just see him off the ropes and everything. It's like. What did you think of the moonsault? Uh, that was impressive. He missed. I mean, he didn't miss. He didn't miss. Undertaker, they missed catching. Yeah, they, 
I think Taker took a knee to the face, or Kane did. Well, he yeah, took Kane, a knee to the face, and Undertaker just missed. So and he then he pulled much him over all, to him. He did, pretty much see, hit all ground. In the ring, Kane got his mask knocked off. Did you yeah. see that? Oh yeah, and then and then on the outside, he like <laughs> didn't have it. He was trying to put, put it. it back they, they have the camera on him, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. what is going on? Yeah, it was. Uh, and then of course the big thing there, the big spot. You know, Michaels did his flip up into the rope when he got thrown into the corner, uh-huh. and then Triple H is coming and flies over, and then all of a sudden yep. you look, and I'm like. Oh shit! Yeah, you and, could see it was bad right after he because he was just holding it, and they didn't, you know, they didn't have anyone out there. The ref wasn't even out there at the time until right. he got back in, and he's trying to Irish whip people on the ropes, and you're seeing he's doing it with. He's like, "What's he doing?" We're like, oh, he's obviously holding his right, so he's trying to do it with his left. And the fact that he still fought through that is whew. well, not even just that. You had the 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 best guy in the ring still, you know, because of what the shape he's in mm-hmm. how much he wrestles he's still the best out of those four currently yep you know not in their prime you know it'd be a little different it'd be michaels but the it was interesting to see that you had the best guy currently who's injured and still going i mean he still did the spine buster with one arm yeah that was he did the pedigree lifted crazy with, he lifted yeah, it a couple the, times the pedigree looked like it hurt that looked bad uh-huh. but i Painful. mean the fact that he even did it is just impressive the yeah the fact he did that for what 15 minutes yeah. it was like that and yeah. just finish the match he didn't care nope. and then what you sent the picture <laughs> yeah the, the picture um that was what monday or tuesday i think this week right where he um yeah he he showed a picture of his yeah it had to be monday um because he showed a picture of his torn pec and it was just all bruised his entire pec his shoulder and uh, half of his bicep just entirely bruised it was nasty um and he ended up getting surgery on that so he won't be wrestling here for a little while so whatever Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Kane feud that they have is going to be going to be done for here for a little bit. Right. So overall, what would you think? What did you think of Crown Jewel? I mean, it was okay. Um, you know, I, I like the tournament style. It's always fun. King of the Ring was always you know one of my favorite pay per views. I always the tur- I always dig the tournament style. I certainly did. Uh, wasn't the wasn't the greatest. Uh, Women's Evolution was better than this, I think. And there has been a couple other um, cards that have been better than this here in recent recent uh, months. But it wasn't it wasn't too bad, and you know you got to see Hogan, you still got to see some other guys wrestle. But honestly, there wasn't like any spectacular matches on there. Obviously, Styles and Joe was really good, but other than that, I didn't. You know, all the matches were just okay. Right. But, and then what? Survivor Series in two weeks already? Yeah, right. I believe yeah. so. And it's yeah. gonna be quick. Quick turnaround on that too. I just I just looked at my clock because I remember because I'm trying to keep an eye on it because I've got to be at the game today. But I'm like, it is 6:21 in the morning. You're still going to that? Yeah. I'm still going. That's why we're doing this so early and why Jake's probably not here. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, the high today in East Lansing is 33. Yeah, it's going to be cold. And i got to be uh, to my buddy's house, Quentin, who's a, a listener as well. He, We're going up to the game. He's a big and, Sparty fan, isn't he? Yeah, well, so we both got our masters from there. He got his actual JD MBA from there. So he, uh, too many letters for me. Right. <laughs> many acronyms. And so we, we, it's funny that we go, we grew up both Buckeyes fans, and we go in our Spartan gear, especially there, obviously. Yeah. But uh, he asked if I was going to go on Wednesday, and, uh, you know, I talked about it, and I was like, oh, I didn't plan on it, and, and uh, kind of what I talked about Wednesday, I didn't, I didn't plan on it, but uh, he said, well, his wife didn't want to go, and she's a Buckeye fan. She's like, I don't want to see that trash. So she's not going. He's like, you want to go? I said, uh, done. I just got to get out of these birthday parties today. Yep. So uh, out of the birthday parties. And, yeah, we'd, so as 
when we get this done, I'm literally going to put on warm clothes and I'm heading out because I got to be up there. All the hand warmers and everything you're going to need today. It's oh, going to be cold. It's going to be awful. It's going to be really cold sitting in the 71 degree heat of my house. Yeah, yeah, Darn. Yeah, that's but, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but I, with you, back to Crown Jewel, I, I thought it was okay. You know, same thing that, like you said, the nostalgia, yeah. It's it was there. But um, with Michael's, I wasn't, you know, I didn't get as much hype as I thought I would. But I, I went in expecting very minimal. Right. And then when Triple H got hurt, I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to be bad. Yeah, that sucked. And, and then you the know, mask coming off just topped yeah. it off. In- injuries happen, and, yeah, like I said, it was it was a decent match. I wish, you know, it didn't happen. It probably would have been a little bit better. But, you know, like you said, it wasn't, wasn't the worst. Certainly wasn't the best. Just a, just a mediocre card, and that's fine. And hopefully Survivor Series is, is better. Right. I agree. So... Before we get into the the Raw and SmackDown recap to kind of see what happened, um, let's talk a little bit about Justin on the Twitter. So Justin on the Twitter gave us, uh, would The Rock win a presidential election bid in 2020? Who would be the hardest for him to beat? Well, um, in 2020, <laughs> it's still going to be Trump, so that he would be the one he'd have to beat. But in the Democrat side... Um, who I you know I don't know who's going to come out Democrat. I know now with what we just saw in the election on Tuesday that Biden's talking about coming back. Interesting. Yes, and because they did you know they had the they had what uh, Beto, what is it Be- DeSantos or something from Texas who lost to Ted Cruz who had a chance. He's like a, a Bobby Kennedy. He really is. Okay. And he lost the race there, and then uh, Gillum in Florida lost to Rubio. No, not Rubio. Uh, DeSantis. I thought you just said Florida. Yeah, the governor. The oh, governor. okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Rubio Senate, and uh, I don't. I don't even think he was in this one. No, I don't there, think no, he was either. No, he's not even in the, in the Senate anymore. Now that I think about it, Rubio is it? I don't um, know. I, I, um, yeah. I, with that, I knew that. I heard Hillary wants to run again. I don't think she's even going to get close to uh, being what she was. They won't nominate her. I don't think they will. Um, one, obviously, she's kind of insane. Two, she isn't fit for it. Right. Uh, I mean, and that's not a. It's not a derogatory thing. It's that she literally is. I don't think that she could handle that with her health issues she has. It's, no, she it's true. She has, I mean, she has fainting spells. You can't have a leader who just randomly faints she, all the time. That's she's, not good. Yeah, I know Trump's old, and, and she's getting old, and she's been through this whole time. I think the best thing for her is being away. Um, she should be. I mean, she yeah. just needs to, like, enjoy retirement if, somewhere with Bill right. and his and, other women. And if, in my opinion, if the Democratic Party wants to beat the Republican Party, Donald Trump, in the presidential election, they're going to need somebody that can get votes. They're going to need a celebrity or something else. So Rock, I think Rock could beat him. I do. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think I think Rock could beat anybody, to be yeah, honest I with agree. you. Because totally obviously, agree. obviously you saw that you know Trump did, and Trump beat and Trump Cruz, was just and an beat Rubio, to, and beat Kasich. Yeah, he was an these. asshole to 16 other candidates and just came And I remember Ann Coulter calling it. They're, they all laughed at her. She's like, who do you... They asked her, who do you think is going to represent the party? And she's like, Donald Trump. And they all laughed. And she's like, I'm telling you. Yeah. And that's and, and he's the president. And, and the bad thing is, it's that's where we're at in society right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, you know, and it doesn't matter. You, you, I'm not saying that you need lifetime politicians in here to do this. And I don't want to make this a long thing about politics since we're in this. But, you know, it's, it's something different. That's what America wanted. And that's what they got. And half of them don't like it. Half of them kind of like it or think they like it. Whatever the case may be. Um, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not on either side. I, I, 
just like Tuesday when I went to vote. I vote for who I think is going to be best, you know, no yep. matter what. At the end of the day, I think whoever is going to be best in that place. So I voted for Republicans and I voted for Democrats. I voted for both. Same here. Um, I'm happy that uh, DeWine is governor of Ohio and Corduroy isn't. Um, I saw someone post on Facebook and I can't remember who it was. I wouldn't say their name regardless. But they're, you know, a total Democrat, all left, no matter what. And they posted, I can't believe DeWine, that, that DeWine is going to be governor of Ohio. That's ridiculous. And I said, so you're telling me you voted for the guy who doesn't test rape kits? I mean, that's a little bit ridiculous. Right. I mean, Corduroy yeah, literally cord- didn't. He had 20,000 that <laughs> were out there. Every time you say Corduroy. I know. I, it's I don't Cordry. Know. Cordry. But, I like Corduroy. Corduroy because I'm thinking of the clothing. Yeah, exactly. Pants. <laughs> I mean, that dude, yeah, I mean, he. It, it's odd that. And even, he was, even Democrats, you know, would would even look at that and say, even that for me was enough. And just because you're a Democrat doesn't mean you can't vote Republican. Just because you're Republican doesn't mean you can't vote Democrat. Um, you got to vote for who's best. Because I mean, voted for Marcy Kaptur again. She's yeah. and she should be because she she Toledo is in, always usually in pretty darn good shape. She yeah. hasn't let it down. So and, keep and letting and her do what she needs to do. And the same with Bob Latta, Republican. He yep. does great for them. And, he uh, wasn't on mine. Um, he must not have been a Lucas County. He, he, uh, Is he Wood County? Yeah, he, he's been Wood County. Yeah, so and that's he, why. But he has always been somebody who is in support. For example, I talked to my mother about this a lot. We talked about it on Election Day, that he supports homelessness. So when they talk about people, you know, the, the prisons, how they get them out of the prison because they're getting overstaffed or overstocked, and then they got to go into places like homeless shelters or anything else, but they can't get money for that, but they get money for the jails. Doesn't make any sense, exactly. and, and that's how that's he true. is. And um, but to did, get back, speaking of that, sorry, I, did, yeah, 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 I didn't see. Did the uh, jail pass? Uh, no, the Lucas County. I don't think so. Didn't? Okay, I, I don't think it I did. I forgot. I, I to can't remember. Because I voted yes on it. I know. Um, I'm issue. selfish. That was going to raise the property value in my house. I don't know if it did jail. or not, because that would be what Alexis and Detroit is where they were talking about putting it. Yeah, right over by me. Yeah, exactly. And um, the I, I know the other thing. Issue one went down. Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was. A I don't know what the hell people are thinking. It doesn't make any sense. They don't. Well, I don't. Why th- they should be yes? Yeah, I don't. I don't understand what people don't realize about why. I mean, why would you want someone in prison who is had what an ounce of marijuana on them, like and they got busted with it? I know it's a crime, but just make it a misdemeanor and let's move on with our day here. You know, fine them. You don't need to put them in jail for that. I mean, there's difference between selling other drugs, but I mean, well, for, that's and that people, was it. It was just for marijuana. That's why people wanted yes on it. Um, right to take them to, but it makes well to it take make, them out of that. It makes sense for the no too, because either way, just because it says it would go from a felony four or five to a misdemeanor, doesn't mean it would happen, even if that passed. Right. And the the big thing about it is what people didn't like about it, and I can tell you because you know family, my whole family had had issues with addiction. Is they said they would put money towards, you know, allocate it yep. towards these programs. They didn't say where or what. So would they have done it? Don't know, so I think that's okay. why I got voted down. Michigan did um, legal, decriminalize marijuana, so well, but every kind of similar to what happened in Michigan before. Uh, so in Michigan, they they did the same thing where they passed it medically, and you can opt out. This is the same thing yeah. here. So they they legalize it; they can all opt out again. So it yeah. could be people are like, "Oh, yay, you can buy it here." I'm like, they can still opt out. People don't understand this when they go vote. They're like, "Oh, it's passed; it's good." That's not how the world works. <laughs> right, and that's that. what we had to explain to people at work about that, and is I probably wouldn't do it if I were you because you will get random and you will get fired. <laughs> yeah. Our policy didn't change just because Michigan does. Right. It doesn't work that way. 
That's what so, we try to tell people too. Yeah, that was like, okay, guys, like just calm down a little bit. But if you want, a, go right. ahead and go ahead and sell. You know, it makes a little bit extra money on the side if you're doing in the mm-hmm. legal rights. I don't really care what you do; is just don't do it because we don't want to have to fire you for that. Anyways, yeah. got way off topic. Let's get back to the so rock. the rock. So he would win. <laughs> I think he would win. I think that one, he, no matter what, whether it was Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, I think whatever he went, whatever he run, he could run as a wig. Yeah, bring back a wig, yeah. wig party. He's winning. Exactly. In my opinion. And I mean, I, I think that, you know, he I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think he wants to do it. Maybe not now, maybe 2024, 2024. 2028. Yep. I mean, The Rock is probably, for, I don't even know, 45, 46 well, years old. I think he's old. 48 or 49 now. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's. it doesn't matter, though. He's, he's got plenty of years. And plus, everybody likes him. The dude, like, never does anything wrong. There, no. no one ever has and, a bad thing about him. he is a story of coming from nothing yeah. seven bucks that's why his, his movie production seven bucks productions yep he tells that story all the time and he does uh, great things for everybody you oh know you God. always see it he always he always stops to sign autographs I, I remember one of them was this dude had a flat tire or something like that and this guy pulled over and he you know he went to go help him and it was the rock and the guy's like what the like he was shocked because why would a big celebrity who's a multi multi-millionaire you know be doing this and, and helping me change my tire, and that's just the kind of guy he is. He's a great family guy. He, he um, you know, he can, I think he'd, I think everyone would like him. I think he would win popular vote via landslide. Which, in electoral college, which he'd, he'd get over 300 easy. I, I'm with you. Who do you think he would take as a running mate? Vince McMahon. <laughs> um, Stone Cold. Yeah, Stone Cold. The Rock. rock, rock Shane and, McMahon. It could be, that could be their thing. Rock and Stone. I th- I think that um, you know, I, and that's the thing is I don't really know in all honesty if it would be a if it would be a politician if it would be, uh, I you know you hate to joke and say wrestler but you you never know and that's why I don't think he's there yet I don't even think he wants to do it I think he just enjoys what he does but could you imagine him going to like all the the hearings and or you know when they do like the NATO crap and all that stuff and you got. 130 country leaders, and you just got him just jacked, and everyone just like, "Yep, we'll do whatever you say." And you think he would? Uh, he'd probably lose some muscle if he did because he wouldn't have time. He has to wake up at the, as president. You're usually up about four o'clock. Yeah, so he's just he doesn't in, have time to work out. Oh yeah, he'll have time to work out. <laughs> yeah, answer calls and just send pictures of his awesome cheat meals all the time. That'd be so. The pancakes. Great. Oh my gosh. So the, that's a great question. Um, he would have to beat Trump. I think he could beat Trump. I think he could beat anybody. I'm with oh, yeah. you. I agree. Um, so great question, Justin. Thank you as always, sir. And so next, so Raw. I'll, uh, did you watch Raw or SmackDown this week? I did not, so I'll let you go ahead and okay. I'll just chime. So I'll just get into some things. It was Raw was a big setup for Survivor Series. So Strowman and Dolph are already on the team, and then um, Baron came out and said he's going to fight Kurt to see who's captain of the of the squad. Well, Braun chased around Baron all night, so that match didn't happen. The main was actually Kurt and Drew McIntyre, which we'll get into later. Um, Alexa's going to captain the women's team. She just didn't fight. Uh, the Riot Squad, they beat Sasha, Bailey, and Natty. And the ending of that match was kind of funny. Ruby stomped on Jim Neidhart's glasses. Jesus. So I'm like, really? Yes. God. I don't know if those were legit his, but, you know, something right, like his. Right, but, yeah, I mean, it's a good story. Right. And then, uh, so Apollo Crews, he beat Jinder Mahal. AOP. So Seth Rollins came out, and Baron said he had to defend the titles himself. He lost him to AOP, and um, which wasn't surprising. And then Ambrose comes out, hits Dirty Deeds, and after and leaves, just walks in, hits the Dirty Deeds, and leaves after the match because he Seth's basically asking, you know, why are you doing this? Why? What happened? And he just Dirty Deeds him and walked out. Interesting. Um, Dolph comes out, and Elias interrupts. So Elias is a face. 
is now probably my favorite thing. He's even better as a face? Oh, my God, dude. He's so good. So he got a huge pop, and he mentioned Oasis, you know, and they're in England. Okay. So he, they, people are just popping, and then they're just like um, doing, oh, Elias. And so he, he starts off with the guitar and plays Seven Nation Army. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. I was like, he just... And people were like, ah! <laughs> Everyone's freaking so out. That's they, pretty they sweet. They just loved it. And then uh, he he ended up beating Dolph in a match. So I'm happy they put him in a match with somebody that's credible, like Dolph, and he mm-hmm. beat him clean. So it was an awesome thing to see. Uh, Ronda came out. He'll love this. Called out Becky and yeah. uh, says... Becky made me the man, but she, but Rhonda's the baddest bitch on the planet. So I'm Jesus. like, yeah. So it was pretty interesting. Naya, Naya, let's see who she beat. Um, Ember, and then Tamina came out and they they stomped on her some more and basically kind of set up like, oh, they could be a dominant tag team when they do this women's division for tag team. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. which we think is coming. And they're cousins, so cousins of Dwayne as well. Um, like we said, Braun chased Corbin all night. Lashley beat Finn Balor, and Drew came out and looked like he was going to like turn face and help Finn, helps yep. him up, gives him the Claymore. So I'm like, there that goes. And then he fought Kurt in the main, and he made him Drew? Ta- yeah, Drew McIntyre okay. fought him in the main and made him tap with the ankle lock. Really? Yes. Wow, Kurt let that happen, huh? Yes. Interesting. And then uh, do- Drew and Dolph attacked Kurt after. So... Overall, that show was mediocre. I think Elias, for me, was the high spot because that's just, he's just awesome. Yeah. So he's kind of reminded me, if they use him, he can. I think he has the potential to be like a Triple H who could flop back and forth from face to heel at any moment in time and yeah. be okay because he got a lot of heat in Seattle. Oh, yeah. And he, now he's a huge face. He, he, know, he knows what to do. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to get a reaction out of the crowd, which is good as a face or heel. So that, you know what that means is that he's probably going to be the next big star. He certainly can be. I know they're still going to push Roman. And, you know, when and Ro- they will, but... When Roman comes back, I think we're actually going to like him. Unfortunately, you know, under the circumstances. Nah. But th- it's going to be a hero's return with the leukemia. And uh, yeah, I know. if he does come back. And, you know, unfortunately, that's going to be the way to him to be liked. And, you know, it's unfortunate yeah, to see. it'll last for a month, and then he'll get booed again. Yeah, because he'll come back, and maybe they'll actually turn him heel, and he can be a heel. That would be nice. A goddamn heel! That one's for Brandon. He'll enjoy that. Goddamn! Oh, so with Jason. Jason loves my Jim Cornette impression. I don't know why. It's not even that good. I'm under the weather. I don't even feel that good right now, but that one sounded good. I like it. That, that was pretty good. I'll give it's you credit. It's a goddamn heel! Double mayo, double onion, double pickle. Motherfucker! <laughs> So, SmackDown, I thought was much better. Shane opened it up, states that he's not the best in the world. He announced Daniel Bryan as captain, and then Miz came out and interrupted and said no. So, he made him co-captains. And then Miz said, okay, you're on the team, to Shane. So, Shane's on the team. Okay. And Miz and, and Daniel. And then the Usos beat the New Day, um, and they picked New Day to be on their team to at Survivor Series because they're going to have, like, a tag team Survivor Series. Okay. So, New Day and Usos are going to be on a team together. And it's going to be – and this Survivor Series is all Raw versus SmackDown, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought because this is, like oh, – what is it? Like, 02, 03, they did this something around then, right when yep. they did the draft, I think. Yep. I think there was even a game that came out. I think I had that <laughs> good one. Uh, that would be – this will be interesting to see what happens. So, Dana, Bryan, and Miz are deciding between Mysterio, and he doesn't want Mysterio – Miz doesn't. Dana Bryan does. So they said, okay, if he beats uh, Cian Almas, who is also gonna is an up and coming star, and Vince is high on him to be on the team, uh, Mysterio has to win. So then Becky comes out. She chimes in at Ronda and says, yeah, she is the man, and will make Ronda her bitch at Survivor Ooh. Series. 
So I'm, I'm looking, actually looking forward to this. So how, that's not going to be title for title, right? They're just mm-hmm. fighting, right? right? Okay, that's what I thought. Because I, I saw that um, at Crown Jewel. I think they, I think they previewed it. And I didn't know if it didn't say anything, so I didn't know if it was going to be title for title or not. No. And um, so Nikki Cross, I don't know if you don't watch much NXT. Nikki Cross finally debuted uh, against Becky. And okay. it was awesome. She's great. She's she was she was going to be the one that they talked about being Sister Abigail. And she would have been perfect because she looks like that. Her and Bray? Back, you know, back, last okay. year. And she should have been brought up a while back. She's good. It was nice to see her. It wasn't a squash match. It was actually a good match. And uh, Becky ended up winning. Um, Ray beat Cien Almas, and then here comes Randy Orton out of the crowd, RKO out of nowhere. Again? Again. So here's what I'm thinking, and I started thinking about this, and I want to get your thoughts. So he attacked Jeff Hardy for a long time, past mm-hmm. month or two. Now it's Ray. You think he, the legend killer's coming back? Uh, it's very possible. I mean, just for the track record he has now, if he would have went out and RKO'd Hogan, then you definitely would have known. But since he's back, you're, you certainly never know. Um, I think the legend killer was great, but that was when he was younger. I mean, Orton now is kind of a legend. So, what is he going to RKO himself? That would be interesting to see. I I think it would. Would he shake his own hand is the question. (laughs) Yeah, would he drop his drawers and introduce himself (laughs) to himself? Hello, Randy Orton. I am Randy Orton, the legend killer. (laughs) I'm not shaking that thing. I'm not shaking. So Paige uh, came out, announced a women's team for Survivor Series, so they're going to do a women's team too. So Carmella, Naomi, uh, Sonya Deville, Ashka, and Charlotte. But Charlotte never came out. Mandy Rose came out instead. And then she wanted to know basically why she wasn't picked, and then they all had a fight. Kind of boring. Yeah. And then the last match was Miz wanted Samoa Joe and on the team, and Daniel Bryan had him fight Jeff Hardy, and the winner going on. So Joe taunt, taunted Daniel Bryan. Joe ended up winning. Um, and then he taunted Daniel Bryan. Miz ended up breaking up a yes lock that he had on Samoa Joe. And Miz and Brian go at it until Shane made the save. But then Daniel Bryan slammed Shane on accident. So those four guys just stared each other down. I'm like, I'm okay with that team. Okay. You know, Miz, Shane, Daniel Bryan, and, and Samoa Joe. Yeah. That's a good team. Are they doing four or five? Uh, they're probably going to do five. See, I'm wondering if they're going to do – they're saving on Daniel Bryan – or Daniel Bryan – um, AJ Styles, if he's going to fight Brock, they fought in the past and Brock won. Yep. Um, so we'll see. You know, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that because it is, you know, a monster against a, a guy who's, you know, in-ring ability is better. But, you know, we'll see. Um, so let's let's thank our sponsors real quick, as always. Uh, you know, All Our Clothing, thank you, Brandon. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, Sean, for what you do. Thank you to Verizon. Thank you to PNC. We appreciate everything you guys do for us. And we will continue to love your support as it helps us with our show and helps us pay our rent. It does. Um, I see that sign's gone now, and it just says your son's name with a question mark. Yeah, he. uh, I I, I guess he wrote that. (laughs) You know what the sad thing is? Is he's he's five, right? Yeah. His handwriting's better than mine. Yeah, it's pretty good. Kind of scary. Yes, it is. So again, thank you to our sponsors. All right, so let's get into the King of the Ring '98. given some things that are going on with with Brandon right now too we don't really have any notes for him for this show and that's okay um it, but you know we, we we look forward to having him back like bear mentioned and uh to get him to cover some stuff because he does he does bring something to the show and it's fun to listen to you guys go back and forth and banter and and uh we we miss him and we know stat guy Jake who still is not here um, now it is almost seven, so thank you, Jake, for not getting the memo. I, maybe he didn't. Well, no, if he put his clock back, 
how would that work? So right now it would be eight o'clock. So he would. So he still should. So that gave him even more time. But, but he was here Wednesday. Yeah. So the clock change was last Saturday. Right. Last Saturday night. Right. So I'm pretty sure that he just had a had too much fun on Friday night. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah, he probably did. Yeah, with all those boys. Whoa. <laughs> What are those? <laughs> what are those? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what he was doing. Oh, um, boy. So, King of the Rain. We'll just get into some of this stuff. So, I got a few notes for you here. So, Kai and Tai, Funaki, Men's Tao, and, and Dick Togo. By the way, um, I, you listen, obviously, to Something to Wrestle. Yes. Bruce always calls them Dick to Go. <laughs> Dick to Absolutely go. hilarious. Makes me, I, I about die every time I hear that. Because <laughs> I looked at that, and when I watched this match earlier in the week, I saw that and I heard Jr. say it, and he called him Dick Togo, and I was like, "I oh, know Dick to go." And <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time. And so they fought the Headbangers, who won the match with Taka. Don't with, forget about Taka. Yeah, Taka Michinoku. So Mosh and Thrasher. So do you remember Beaver Cleaver? Yes, that was terrible. And it was Mosh. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was it's this just is, funny to think of. It's probably what a year after this, maybe yeah, two and, years and, after this, and then he was something else that was worse. But Beaver Cleaver, where he had this obsession with his mom, <laughs> Mrs. Cleaver, so it was a play on uh, Leave It to Beaver from back in the day. Just absolutely awful. Um, next, they had a Jeff Jarrett and Ken Shamrock had a semifinals match. I didn't remember how over Ken Shamrock was until I'm here in the pop. He was so over, and yeah, I didn't even and this realize was, it. This was also... Um this was this had to be like him just coming into I don't know how long he was there but I know this was recent right um, it couldn't have been more than six months yeah and um, yeah with that I mean yeah he did he got huge pop I, I think that um, you know it was a I thought it was a pretty good match you know Jeff Jarrett is pretty solid and Tennessee Lee is Tennessee Lee but to uh, you know to to amp this up a little bit I ended up actually watching this with hot friend. Um, who has never watched wrestling ever. I told you guys that um, the other night I forced her to watch a little bit of Crown Jewel before I went to bed. So I made her watch this pay-per-view. Um, so, you know, not knowing anything at all, I'm trying to explain the situation, explain what a face and a heel is, all of that. And um, anyone, for her, anyone who cheats is is a bad person, no matter what. doesn't matter <laughs> face or heel. If they cheat, bad person, which is normally a heel anyway. So yeah, it works yeah, out. Yeah. She doesn't like him. Just a bad person. So she didn't like Tennessee Lee because he was a cheater. He was cheating, <laughs> helping out Jeff Jarrett against Ken Shamrock Shake, as she called him. <laughs> so she kept calling him Ken Shamrock Shake. Those are the notes of this match. We can go on to the next one. I want to – one of these when, – when maybe WrestleMania – or Rumble or something. We just all got to get together because I want to hear her commentary. Yeah, there's. you'll see a couple more in here. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is great. Uh, the next, Rock and Dan Severn. Rock won. Yep. Um, didn't really care for the match that much. It was. Yep. Like, that's that's what she said. She said she was disappointed. It was boring, but yeah. she likes The Rock, so The Rock would be her favorite. <laughs> yes. And but she was mad because he was a heel at this time with the Nation. Yep. She wanted him to be a good guy. I was like, well, it doesn't work that way. No. And uh, then you had Al Snow and Head oh my versus Too Much Brian Christopher and Scott Taylor, and then Jerry Lawler ended up being special guest referee. Of course, Brian Christopher's son. So this is before they became too cool. Yep. Uh, with Rakishi, and they were too much. What did I have to know? What did she say about Al well, Snow one, and Head? One, it 
she got it, but it took her a little bit with the head. But she finally got it <laughs> after everybody was? after he did his promo. And I think I can't remember if it was maybe it was him, and he just said, or maybe it was Jr. But someone said he just you know what? Just sometimes everyone loves some good head or something like that. And she goes, oh, and I was like, yeah, I said, yeah, that's what it is. Um, no, but with and then with that, she goes, that was really stupid. She goes, why is a mannequin head his partner? Yeah. <laughs> and he puts it on the post, which is my which favorite. is great, and gets and, and everyone and taunts it. it. Um, he talks to it. They taunt. You see Jerry the King Lawler taunting it too, which is hilarious. <laughs> but this match sucked. But the best part of the match was them putting the head and shoulder shampoo bottle on him and then pin it. And so they pinned shoulders. It was head and shoulders. I was laughing so hard. She didn't find it funny, but I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was hysterical. Such a creative finish. Even though the match absolutely sucked, had to be one of the best finishes ever, right? Right. I mean, Brian Christopher beat a mannequin head with shoulders. <laughs> yes. And shoulders hilarious. That, that, that was fantastic. Um, next was, uh, for me, outside of... The obvious match of the night. I liked X Pac versus Owen Hart, and I forgot about this match, and it can easily get lost on this card and forgotten just based on its King of the Ring, you know, what happened, and then, of course, the, the um, <clears throat> excuse me, Mankind and Undertaker match. Yep. The uh, X Pac won against Owen Hart. Uh, this, this was a good match. I liked it watching. Was. I forgot that X Pac was actually really good. Yeah. And uh, X Pac was always underrated. He was yeah. a great wrestler. Always <laughs> makes me one two three bear. <laughs> <laughs> makes me think of that. Um, next was New Age Outlaws and the New Midnight Express oh, with Jim God. Cornette, motherfucker. <laughs> so Bodacious Bart, which is Bart Gunn, yep. and Bombastic Bob, which is Bob Hardcore Holly, Holly yeah. or I I like to remember him as Bob Spark Plug Holly. The sparky Plug. <laughs> yep. So STP is what my friends call me. <laughs> right. Sparky Thurman plug. <laughs> so it was just so bad. Um, you know, New Age Outlaws, of course, they were so over. Yep. And Even China and, and China came out with them too. So she came out two matches in a row. Right. It was pretty impressive. And and I was watching something, uh, you would find this funny. So what what's his what's um what is his name? His real name, Brian Road Dog. Brian, Brian James. Cr- Brian James, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I watched a thing with when he was in WCW. I was watching Triple H's, which I need to watch the whole thing. I was watching the preview when he was terrorizing yep. in WCW, and he fought Brian James like early. Mm-hmm. They fought each other all the time, and Brian James had the curly hair. I'm like, wow, you know, you forget about these things that happened then, and then they become what they were. Yep. Obviously, pretty neat. Um, next, Ken Shamrock and The Rock, uh, King of the Ring final. Triple H and China were ringside. Which them ringside is just always great. What'd you think of that match? I liked it. I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, you know, you could kind of tell where Shamrock was still a little bit green, but you know, The Rock I think pulled him through that match pretty well. And to be honest with you, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good match. And to see Ken Shamrock, like you said, only it had to be like only six or eight months being in to be King of the Ring. You saw what kind of push he was kind of getting there. Um, and you know, obviously, The Rock wasn't the big star that he was. He was still with the Nation, but he was getting there. You know, I think that was after he took over, or after he took over for Farouk, right? Right. I think it had to be in storyline, to where he was the leader of the Nation. Um, and and you know, it was probably something where a lot of people thought The Rock was going to win that match, and he didn't. So it was a good little little swerve there, and uh, Ken Shamrock winning was pretty good. Um, match almost went 15 minutes, and I like I said, I thought it was I thought it was well done, especially getting beat by submission. Um, I think didn't uh, Mark Henry and did they come down and try to interfere? Or they get mm-hmm. kicked out of they that got one. Kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. It was him. Was it D'Lo? I can't even remember. 
no, no that was, was a, a, that was a Dan Severn match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Godfather and Henry, um, or whatever he went by then. He wasn't Godfather, or he was he wasn't Goodfather, Godfather. No, he was. He? he was was he still comma? He might have still been comma. No, he then. was never comma. He was Papa Shango. Comma he, he Mustafa was, com- was somebody else. No, that was him too. I don't think it was. Yeah, it was. St- where's well, Stat Guy's not here. Oh, I'll look it up. I'll be Stat Guy right now. <clears throat> Guaranteed. Was he comma? Yeah. I thought comma. Or am I thinking Kamala? You're thinking of Kamala. Yeah, I'm thinking of Kamala. So you're probably right. He was probably Kama. Um, yeah, I'm thinking of Kamala, though. Yep, Charles Wright. That's it. Yeah, yeah. no, Kamala, yeah. Yeah, that that's who the, I'm thinking yeah. of. Um, the, <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, I, I, I felt the same way. It was nice to see Shamrock win by submission. And, uh, you know, he was as jacked as ever. And uh, he looked good. Uh, I was I was good with it. So next, we'll go into the main before we yeah. do the that what what is actually to us the main match, Kane versus Stone Cold, uh, for the WWF Championship in a first blood match. If Kane lost, he would set himself on fire. So they had the gasoline everywhere. They had it on the announcer's <laughs> desk. Oh yeah, yeah. So the build up to this was awesome. I thought you had McMahon, Mankind, Kane promo before the match was Paul really Bear. good. Yep. Paul Bear, everybody involved. Um, I forgot until I watched that. You remember he used the voice changer? I forgot all about that. I am Kane. Yeah, Hot, hot Friend ended up um, laughing at that voice. But she goes, what in the hell is going on? He said, he can't speak. He was burned in a fire. I tried to explain it. Yeah, and now, now he's the mayor of Knox County. Yeah, yeah. He, now, now he's a mayor. I am Glenn. <laughs> I am here to help your taxes, maybe give you breaks of this town. <laughs> I will pilot pile drive all competition <laughs> and no fires. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be interesting. Oh my gosh! But so the cell, <laughs> I thought the cell going up and down was awesome. That was yeah. I was like, what is it going was on? Stupid, but it was awesome at the same time. I'm like with Kane hanging over it, and he flips him off of it. Uh, yeah. Um, and the, then uh, yeah, like, as you said too, the the build up to the match. You know, Kane at the time only the only open flesh he had was his arm. You know, so you wouldn't see if he bled, and this is when McMahon, I mean, McMahon's always hated Stone Cold, but McMahon hating Stone Cold, not wanting him to retain the title was like the perfect match. And, I mean, he bleeds in this match. Mm -hmm. Kane does end up bleeding in this match. But since he had a mask, they couldn't see it, quote-unquote. So my favorite thing there was he was bleeding from the tax and the scrapes on his back from the tax from the match before, and JR was smart enough to say, Hebner stated he wouldn't call it for minor things like that because <laughs> he was bleeding all on yeah. his back, on his side, everything. And then uh, my favorite thing is when we get towards the end and Taker comes out and he blasts him with a chair, you can see him lay down and blade. Oh, yeah. You can see it was very obvious he bladed to, to cut himself open. And, um, and, like, Kane wins the title. That whole thing happens. But then And gave it up the next night, right? The next night. He gave it up to Stone Cold. Gave it he back. didn't. He he said they'd fight for it. Yeah, is what it was. And he he Stone Cold came out, wanted to do the rematch the next night on Raw, and Kane. You know, Vince is like, no, you don't have to do this. Blah blah blah. And Paul Bear ended up saying yes, and then obviously he ended up losing. So he held the title for 24 hours, pretty much. Yeah, and then you know it led into the other things later on, which was what they later on like Taker and Kane pretty much are like in cahoots and get yeah. the title, and then yep. Vince. Vince gets pissed off, and they both can't have the title, so they have to fight. And then and that was when Stone Cold was ref, right? And then Taker realigned with turned on Kane, realigned with Paul Bear. Yep, and that's how that whole. It's thing good. Went. It's it's like it's a great time. It really is. It's one of. The, I mean, there's a lot of good storylines in that time era, and that's the main one, pretty much. And it's really good. So the main, 
co-main, but really the main. Yeah, to us, the main. The Hell main, in a Cell. To everybody. Um, yeah, kind of how I explained this was this is probably the best and most memorable match in history. Right. Um, you know, if, if someone says, name a WWE match, you're probably going to name this one. Um, this or your one favorite or, match or the best match. Or, or Hogan slamming Andre or a anything match. like that. Yeah, but that just, yeah, this is. That was just a slam, not a match. Nobody yeah. remembers a match. No, because the match wasn't that good. Right. This, I mean, I still go back and when I watch this, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I mean, everything that he goes through. A minute and a half in. And knowing, yeah, I mean, because right off the bat, Mankind goes right up to the top. Of course, Taker looks at him, climbs right up for him. I mean, you know, and I was impressed actually first that Mankind got the chair up on the first throw. That was most impressive. <laughs> yeah. You you see people now they can't get the cell or they can't get the chair up on the cell. And you know? it's a little taller now, but yeah, even still. even back then there were some there were some matches you could pull up and see that. Right. And but the the fasteners were busting and they were supposed to, but it wasn't supposed to cave in like it did. No. That's why you can see them standing in spots like on. Yeah, they they had to be like on, on the, the post. Yeah, they had to be on. Or the Or they'd posts. be caving in. So it was insane how much that was caving in, and they had to walk in areas where the bars were, like we said, to not cave in, and then. Minute and a half in, throws him right off. Right under the Spanish announcers. And, and yeah, they, they didn't know it was coming because no. they had to move immediate. And uh, then you, my favorite's Hugo, the fatter one. And <laughs> just, he's just laying over. there and the, he's just laying there. Like, he just he's not over. even moving. He's just laying there and he's like half tipped because there's like everyone there. I mean, yeah, when he gets thrown off, the crowd goes freaking insane. And good God Almighty, good God Almighty, that killed him. With God as my witness, he is broken in half. <laughs> yeah. I mean, JR just, and selling it is great. And the king, you know, the same because the king's heel announcer. He goes, no, seriously, someone needs to get down here now. Like, yeah, that's right. I, I have legit. my notes. He broke kayfabe and sounded concerned and called for help with JR. And that's what they were doing. And then the announce teams, like we said, didn't expect it. And he wanted Lawler ask for people to help the announcers yeah. like, on, on the mic. And you're just like, oh, shit. And then, so the, the what I loved is the cage going up with Taker on top Undertaker's still on the cage and it's going up. And that's all Lawler's saying. It's yeah. like, okay. And then you get, a, you know, you get the actual doctor out there. I think his name was Jacques Cousteau or something like that. Yeah. But, but the, but, I'm serious. But the actual doctor, you know, legit injury doctors out there with Terry Funk and obviously all <laughs> Terry the... Funk with no shoes, no, just no. socks. No, he did. He did. Have... You got to wait. We'll, with... we'll get there. There oh, were shoes. Yes, there were we'll, shoes. We'll get there. I must have um, just noticed it when he's walking away with him at the end. Yep. No, we'll, we'll we'll get to that point. He did, and obviously they go to stretcher him out, and no, not happening. So of course the cage comes back down. Mankind with pretty much a separated shoulder because he he def I don't know. Did he have one that was that ever said? I think he did. But his left shoulder was definitely jacked up for sure. Climbs back up the cage. By the way, this is a 300-pound man climbing up a not-sturdy cell with one arm. Impressive. So gets back up there. Undertaker, you know, beating him up. Hits him with the chair, which just looks like it hurts. And then the choke slam through the cage on the chair, on the mat. The chair hitting him in the mouth. His tooth going through his nose. Just nuts. I mean, and and that one was like, oh my God, he's dead. No, he yeah, is, Lawler, he's like, that's it, he's dead. That's it, he's dead. And that was great. And then you see everyone rush back in again, you know, after they're standing there watching, rush back in again. So, of course, his taker just stands there, and I was kind of telling Hot Friend this. I go, he didn't expect that to happen. You know, that. He thought he was dead. He said that. Taker did say yeah. he thought he was dead. He's looking down. You can see him just look, and he doesn't break character, but you could see the look in his eyes like, oh shit, that's not good. So yeah. then he jumps down. Looks like he tweaks his knee. If you saw that. Yep. And then as they're as they're buying for time, as they're in here looking at him, of course you know 
they got to keep going. So Terry Funk tries to confront him, and that's when he gets choke slammed out of his shoes. <laughs> oh, that's where it happens. <laughs> he gets choke slammed out of his shoes. And I think Lawler made a mention of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew he got choke slammed. Maybe that was out of his shoes. And you thought it was over then, right? Right, and it wasn't. But it wasn't. <laughs> um, and then they go and they fight. And I think what hurt most watching is that knowing that he has a, some sort of separated shoulder or something, obviously concussed as shit. Because, I mean, he destroyed that mat. It's not like the mats they have now. These mats were still really hard back then. He takes the... uh, You see him when he goes to pick up the steel stairs. He can't. So you know his shoulder's definitely jacked. You know, those those steel steps are only like 40 pounds. Right. And like he always said, even when he went through the cage, he said because he didn't take it properly, Yep. that probably saved him. Because if he would have taken it properly, he'd probably be dead. Yeah, he probably would have broke his neck. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because if you watch, he landed, you know, kind of on his side. side. Yeah. So... Obviously, with that, you know, he tries to pick him up. He can't. And then Taker grabs him. And then Taker hits him with him right in his shoulder that is hurt. And it's just like, oh, like I'm cringing watching this. Like, oh, that's got to hurt. Yeah. And then he, um, I think he beats up Taker. Taker goes to suicide dive him through, hits the cage. You can see him blade at that point. Um, If you watch, you can see him roll over and blade as well. Give himself a little bit of color for the match. And then, of course, Mankind pulls out the old thumbtacks. <laughs> like I said, just when you think it's over. And um, I was telling Hot Friend this is that, obviously, they go through. Looks like he's going to put Taker through it. doesn't happen. They beat each other up in the corner. Taker is getting the mandible claw. He picks him up with Mankind on his back, walks over, and just backdrops right into the tax. And it's like, oh. And after the match, um, I've heard this from, uh, you know, I think it was Mankind or it was the Something to Wrestle With podcast whatever is that Mankind goes back and apologizes to oh, yeah. Undertaker and says, sorry, I missed the thumbtack spot, I mean, so while he has a thousand thumbtacks still in him. And Taker's like, you didn't. <laughs> we hit it. And he goes, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and that was it. And it's just insane like how concussed he was and how much that, you know, it was it messed him. It had to mess him up. But through the thumbtacks and everything, and then finally, finally ends up getting the tombstone and, and gets the three count, and then everyone runs right back into the ring again. <laughs> and it was it was insane. Um, like I said, one of the craziest matches you have ever seen, will ever see, and probably in all time now, because they're not going to do any crazy shit like that anymore, unless it's like New Japan or whatever comes up here. Um, but yeah, uh, one of my favorite matches, just watching that in awe every single time. I... I I, you know, there's certain times where I'm speechless, kind of like I am now, just after going back through it and just rewatching it and just rethinking of everything. It's just crazy what he went through and how he didn't die or wasn't seriously injured, how he wasn't in a wheelchair or broke his neck or anything like that. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely one of my favorite matches ever. Yeah, it was it was fun all the way through, and uh, you know, we we enjoyed it. We had a good time watching it, and uh, you know, looking forward to what do we got? Bash at the Beach '96 next week. The Hogan turn. Yeah. That's what we're doing next week, so that'll be interesting. So let's get into the Jason debate, um, since it's only us. Uh, please describe a moment from a match where you had legit heat with a wrestler. Back in the day, fans would jump the rails and hit the ring. Have you ever had that much passion where you would have hit the ring? So uh, me, no. <laughs> I would have never hit the ring, and I'm not an idiot. And uh, heat with the wrestler, I, I really couldn't think of any for me. Um, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I'm not, I would not be a crowd jumper. I, I don't get, I, you know, I, I like it. I can get into it, but I don't get that emotional. I still know at the end of the day, it's fake. You know, yeah. it's, it's just storyline. They're not really beating the crap out of each other. 
Um, you know, my favorite wrestler really isn't about to get burned alive right now. So, um, yeah, no, nothing of me wanting to jump into the crowd. But legit heat, sure. Um, there's been certain times where I'm watching and I'm angry. Um, I think one of the main times um, that I remember it would have uh, been WrestleMania 20, which we'll probably cover here. I would, I'd like to cover in one of the next ones, um, maybe so within the next just, month. Let's set that up after... Uh, 96? If... if well, we'll, let's let Brandon pick when he comes back next well, week. Well, depending be on when Ryan comes on, because we'll probably let him pick another. Yeah, but one of those in between, whenever we have one, I want WrestleMania 20 because that's uh, that's my favorite pay per view of all time. ECW, you know, so good. One Night Stand being second, definitely my favorite. But in that match, when um, Christian turns on Jericho, um, because I love Jericho at the time. I mean, I still do. But when he was faced there and turned on him and then made out with Trish on the stage, I was I don't know if I was more mad at the heel turn or more mad he got to make out with Trish. Whichever one. Uh, how old were you then? 12. Uh, thir- 13. <laughs> 13. Yeah, 12. No, Uh-oh. 12, because it was 04. Yeah, and that would have been early 04. So, yeah, I would have been close to turning 13. But, yeah, 12. So, I mean, yeah, you can definitely have legit heat with that. I, I don't know. I just got to put this out there. So, I had to find out where Stat Guy was, and I text him because, you know, he's supposed to be here. And he, he he's hilarious. He We'll see if he makes it in time by the time we finish this show. But uh, he said, I'm almost there. I had to take a shit at the gas station and puked. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I might have legit heat with him. Why is he even coming at that point? I, I know, right? We might as well just finish this now so we don't have to deal with that. Yeah, now, now it's uh, 10 after 7 in the morning. So. Was he doing both of the same? I have so many questions. <laughs> I have so, ma- so many questions. Oh, my gosh. So, but, but, yeah, that was that was one I remember. Um, the only other one I think I've brought up when we've talked about going to wrestling shows, and I don't even think it's legit heat. It was just when I was younger and flipped off to Jiri. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's not legit heat. I was probably seven, eight, seven or 8. Yeah, 8, I think. Um, so yeah, that would uh, that would have been the only other time I had quote unquote legit heat. But yeah, other than that, no, I'm too old for that yeah, crap anymore. That, that's like I didn't have heat. You know, obviously I love Michaels. I, re- I remember watching Survivor Series in uh, the Montreal Screwdrop. Yep. I was a kid. I was ten, so I didn't understand. Oh, know? I would have been cheering. Yeah, like, screw Bret Hart. No, but I didn't. We didn't know. Like I'm like, oh, you know, because it was all real to me then. Still, still so, real to me. Damn it. Right. And so you don't know that it's a legit screw job or Vince gets knocked out until you get older and all that stuff happens. So uh, the next part of this is in relations to question one, have you seen the videos of when fans do hit the ring that pretty much get destroyed by the wrestlers? So my favorite one, oh my God, first off, yes, I do love this. My favorite was in Germany. And you'll probably know what I'm talking about. Triple H and Stone Cold. I don't know if you've seen yes. this. Yeah. So Stone Cold just beat Triple H. He's laying in the ring, taking off his, and he talks about this too on his podcast. He's taking off his his black tape from his wrist like he normally does. Here comes a fan uh, and knees him and almost threw a punch. Here comes Triple H off the ground, <laughs> like yeah. he's like I don't. And Stone Cold talks about I didn't know his wrestling background if he had one, but he just power slams him to the ground and just grounds and pounds him. So similar. Fun fact about this. You know who the ref in that match was that also got some kicks and punches in? Um, a lot of them. Hold on a second, because I do recall this. I want to say Earl Hebner. No. No? He also refed the Hell in the Cell match we just talked about. Was it Kyoto? It was Kyoto. Kyoto was in there with him. So That, was, that would have been my second guess. Yeah. But and Hebner, because so, I've seen Hebner, uh, you know, you've seen him do that before, too. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen him do it, too. Yeah, there's been times where he's done it as well. And Kyoto's in there, like, punching, like, why is he doing it? Triple H got him under control. And it's like, and Austin said it best, and what people don't realize is when people come in the ring, like, back in the day, you're talking the 30s, 40s, 50s, people would, like, legit stab wrestlers. Yeah. Because to them, it was still real, and it wasn't until the 30s that it came out that, 
hey, this is fake. Because it was in the newspapers. It used yeah. to be in the newspapers yeah. all the time, the results. And then they're like, oh, it's fake. So then it's no longer in the newspapers. People were still stabbing the shit out of people because yeah. it was real. Like they'd see a heel and a face in a bar together having drinks. And they're like, what the fuck is this? Yep. Why are they doing this? That they No, they don't like each other. Yeah, and, you can't do that. I saw it on TV. It's right? real. So, you know, it, it, it was interesting. And you watch that and I'm like, and that's where Stone Cold talks about it. And then why I really want to finish that, that thy kingdom come. Because a lot of people had to heat on Triple H. Even fans, they don't know shit. And I'm like, no. this guy started from the bottom. Now he's here, Drake. And <laughs> Started from the bottom, now he's yeah, exactly. So he started there, and then they talked about how he signed his contract. He got it. He, he was offered a two-year deal by Eric Bischoff. Yep. And he got a one-year deal, fifty-two grand, and he said, "I want one year. You're going to either know you want me or you don't." So he goes in, does his thing, and uh, you know worked hard. They said he still went to remember Power Plant, WCW Power Plant. Yep. He would go to that every day, and he didn't okay. have to. It wasn't part of his contract, and so he met with. I was listening to this, and I found it amazing. He's talking to Vince. He meets with Vince after that year and says, you know, Vince asked him, why do you want to leave? And uh, he said, it's not, I want to leave because everything is becoming a taping and I'm only working a few shows a month. I want to fight the best people around. I want to work every day, 300 days a year. I want to get better. I want to fight the best people. So he calls him back a few weeks later and he he talked about knowing Vince now, obviously it's father-in-law. But knowing Vince now, he thinks he respects him more for it because he said he wanted to learn and fight 300 days a year. And so Vince yep. offered him, said, I'll give you more money. You're going to make more money, and you're going to fight the best. And so you know, now we know where, where Triple H is today. Yep. And uh, the guy is just amazing. Without him, I don't know where the sport would be. And the, just to think of what he went through, and you know, they talked to his parents in that show and how important he was. And he, he talks in there about when he was in WCW and he was terrorizing mm-hmm. and they repackaged him within that year and Flair sits down with him. He's like, so uh, you, your last name's like Levesque? And he's like, Levesque? He's like, <laughs> Levesque. He's like, you're, so it's like French, right? He's like, all right, your new name is John Paul Levesque. And his name is Paul Levesque. He's mm-hmm. like, you're a French guy. He's like, what do I do? He's like, you figure it out. So that's when he came in and did the, the he's like, I don't speak French. And he's like, well, he's like, so you do broken English. And so he did that and said how he was the best and he was this aristocrat, essentially. Yeah. And when he came to WWF at the time. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. He, he, did you know he came up with his name? Because they wanted no, him to be like John Paul like Helmsley or something like that. And he wanted to play on the HHH. Yeah. And he came up with Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And still to this day, isn't that Triple crazy? H. Yeah, yeah. That's what you call him. You don't call him they anything. They call him Hunter, else. you know. And he, he's, yeah, right. It's still Hunter all the time. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's not Hunter Hearst Helmsley. He's never Hunter Helmsley. He's none of that. He's just Hunter or Triple H. Yep. That's it. And it's just amazing. Like, I love those stories. And we're going to talk here in a minute about um, about that. And because Jason had some good information about it. And uh, I was talking to the girlfriend. And I said, we need to watch this because she will watch some wrestling. Yeah. But she's more interested in the stories. And so am I now, now that we're older, just knowing how they came about, which leads into this next question. Um, unless you've got more about the, the wrestlers, you know, being attacked. None that I can remember. You know, just seeing them every once in a while in both WCW and WWF. Um, I'm sure WWE probably hasn't happened because they have security everywhere now. But, yeah, I mean, you always see it, and good. I, I hope that the wrestlers beat the living shit out of them when someone stupid does that. Just like when someone rushes a football field and gets tackled by preferably players. Those are my favorite. Right. I agree. So, um, 
Jason asked, have you watched the series My Son or Daughter is a WWE Superstar? Pretty solid biographies. Uh, can be seen on both the network and YouTube. The series breaks all the rules of kayfabe, but it's cool to know the life story of a wrestler. So me, no, I haven't even, I didn't even know about that. And But I just started, like I said, watching uh, Triple H, That Kingdom Come, and want to get more into watching mm-hmm. those type of things about the history of that. I, I have not watched that either, so it's probably going to be... I didn't know it was on the network, so it's going to be something I'm definitely going to have to look into here. Um, I'm just more impressed Jason spelled kayfabe right. So yeah. Good job, Jason. Proud of you. Good job, man. All right. And then uh, <laughs> the next part, Brandon's smaller twin, Samoa Joe. <laughs> Should WWE make him wear a shirt? <laughs> what are your thoughts? Um, no, I, I think that, uh, Joe is just fine. If, if Joe is wearing uh, tiny trunks and not like the actual gym shorts, athletic shorts that he wears, I would say probably yes. Yeah. But I think, um, he's fine without he a shirt. Does he look like Dino Bravo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's just fine without the shirt. He could stand to lose a couple LBs, but I think that makes his character. So we'll say no, but Brandon, he does have to wear a shirt. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> So for me, no as well. Uh, I think he's so over, and like we said earlier, he's the top heel right now, fun to watch, uh, and again, he's in the wrong era for me. Yep, and, I, uh, I agree with you there. Yep. So um, the ne- the last thing with uh, Jason, please review your initial reaction when seeing Macho Man get his arm violated by Jake's snake pet. Pet snake. Or pet snake. Snake, snake pet. Oh, his <laughs> <was> snake pet. <laughs> so it anaconda. Yeah. Um, my initial reaction to that was, uh, okay, that's pretty cool, but I didn't watch that whenever the hell it happened in 88 or something like that. So I'm sure if I was a kid, if I'm going to go back, cause that's how I'm going to look at it. Not when I was 20 some years old watching it going, ah, that's fake. Um, you know, it, it isn't fake. You know, I've read into that and looked into it. It's a real snake biting his arm, mm-hmm. obviously devenomized, um, which is crazy. Macho doing that in general is awesome. The snake does look fake though, and it does. It looks like it's like robotic, doesn't right, it? When right. you watch that, if you go back and rewatch it, it looks robotic when he's doing it. So that's why, when the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, you know, that's fake. And then I read into it, you no, know, it's real snake. It was devenomized and all that. So that was that was cool to know. It cool that Macho did that in general. But um, yeah, you know, my my initial reaction if I was a kid, especially in that time, I probably would have freaked out mm-hmm. because I'm not a fan of snakes. No. So I would have been extremely scared, and I was always kind of like Macho. So he probably would have been one of my favorites. So, yeah, if I was a kid, probably been really, really worried and scared and all that. As an adult, nah, don't care. Should have bit his whole arm. Right. I wanted to see see him swallow him half and then get out of it. (laughs) That would have been cool. (laughs) That would have been interesting. Um, So Macho would just feed him Slim Jims as he went in there. (laughs) Snap into a Slim Jim. Uh, Yeah, I I laughed at it, you know, watching it now because I'm like, wow, that sucks. But as a kid, same thing. I would have been like, what in the hell is... No. Like, yeah. Hell no. So, yeah, kind of the same thing. Jason, thanks, as always, uh, for your stuff. Next thing, um, Jeremy had the... With the perfect discussion, uh, asked us about commentators and uh, his kind of the favorite team of commentators and what, what our thoughts were with that. So to kind of get into what he had mentioned, which well, I found interesting... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. What is he? What do we think of the current batch? First off, um, I am not a big fan, to be honest with you. One, I've never liked Michael Cole, so I'm not a fan of him leading a broadcast. Um, you know, Renee isn't bad. I like Renee Young. She's pretty good in that role. Um, she definitely has a lot of work to do, but I think she's pretty good. 
Uh, I know a lot of people like Corey. I'm not a big fan, but he's actually starting to grow on me a little bit. I think he's getting better and better and better as he goes. So I'm starting to actually, yeah, let, let Corey Graves grow on me a little bit. Um, who does SmackDown? Because to be honest with you, I don't, I don't know that. Um, gosh, I get Corey Graves is one. He does SmackDown too. He does them both, yeah. I kind of like when Saxon was in there. Um, he was all right, but now that he, well, I don't know if he, is he the, the backstage guy now? I know he did it at Crown Jewel, so I wasn't sure if he did that. Okay. So he does it then too. I I can't remember. Is Byron on the, I'll have to look into that. Because he did all the Crown Jewel ones. Also, and I'm sorry, I want to go back. I know we started this because now I just thought of it as we said that. The, the, I, did you like the old school promos Crown Jewel did? How they like oh, yeah. in the back? That was yeah. pretty cool, wasn't that it? That was neat. Okay, that was it. I, I should have mentioned that earlier and forgot about it, but I liked that. It was something different, you know? It wasn't the crappy cut promo, you know? They taped them before and did them. I thought that was awesome. But, um, yeah, the best, the commentators team now, you know, not exciting, but I think we've been spoiled. So, you know, it's it's just like the Monday Night Football team now. Not great. Oh, we've God. been we've been spoiled. Um, so now we're getting, I think, lackluster lackluster commentators. But um, my top three of all time, um, number three would have to be probably Bobby the Brain Heenan. I loved him on commentary. I think that um, you know he was he was fantastic, and I wish I would have been able to watch him more live. But now that I can understand him more as an adult and listen to some of the things he says on both, you know, WWE and WCW watching, oh, it's it's phenomenal. Absolutely. I love it. Um, number two was... Hold up. Oh, sorry. You well, wanna, I'll give you, you my go number your three. three. Okay. Yeah. Bobby Brainian. Okay. Uh, same thing. Like you said, I, I liked him. He was great in WWF. And, I mean, he's one of the greatest managers. He is the greatest manager for us yep. that we mentioned. Um, he was he was great uh, in WWF. And, but I liked him better in WCW when he would just rag on Hogan. Hogan, you turned on WCW, yep. like that whole thing. And oh, we'll yeah. talk about it at Bash at the Beach because he's like, wait a minute, whose side is he on? We're going to talk about that next week. So number three for me also, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Okay, my number two is going to be JR. Um, obviously, JR is one of the best. I love JR, all his sports you know, lingo, everything along those lines. A lot of people don't like that, but I like you know, given sports backgrounds of these guys, who's who, all that stuff. So Jr. is my number two, and he's probably the best ever. But in my personal opinion, he's number two. And uh, same here. He is also my number two. So this is just going down the line. Um, yeah, he's my number two. I know it's Brandon's probably number one. He's not here to tell us, but I guarantee yep. it's his number I one. I would agree. Um, yeah, just the things he says, what he did, all he did for it, you know, even the good God almighty is broken in half. Like yep. Some of his lines we'll always remember. Yep. And then Boomer Sooner, he always came out to that. So I always think of Brandon as an announcer. I just put him, his face on JR coming out to the Notre Dame fight song. Ugh, yeah. God. So uh, number one. Number one is the king. Um, def- Same here. Yeah, definitely my favorite. Just so many great one-liners. I, you know, heel king is the greatest. You can't beat that. Um, it's, with everybody he's with. Yeah, it's, Vince, it's phenomenal. I loved him with Vince. Yep. He was he great. Was, he was great with JR. He was, yeah, he was phenomenal with JR, obviously. And, and with Vince, yeah, he was very good as well when he first came in and started doing that in 96, I think. Um, yeah, just absolutely phenomenal. But all his one liners, everything that he's ever said, just great. And as a face, he's really good too, you know, as, as he's grown into that and done face and commentating. Fantastic. You, I don't know if you were watching live. I was watching live when he had his heart attack. Uh, no, I did not it watch was, that live. It was but. nuts because you just see people. I remember watching it live, and I rewound because yep. I'm like, "Holy shit!" You know, because they they're they're showing all the fans standing up looking, and you can hear them go down. Yep. And they cut the mics off, and you see Kane just looking over at him because he's he's in a tag match. I don't remember who else was in the match, but I remember Kane leaning over the rope, like 
shit. Yep. Like, this is not good. And then it made me re- reminded me that, oh, yeah, at one point, Jerry Lawler, that was his dentist. Yep. <laughs> Dr. Isaac Yankum. His dentist could have came down and saved him. Yes. So that was that was rough. Yeah, definitely. And then um, best team of commentators, um, I'm even though I have King and JR as my one-two, I think the best team of commentators is Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon. I mean, when you watch some of the older wrestling, some of that older stuff, I they're just great together. I mean, you know, if it was a top five, Girl Monsoon would be four. I think he's a wonderful announcer. And him and Heenan just mix so well together. I, they, they, they tied for me with JR and King. Yep. Um, but like you said, they were heel and face, and they played the roles. Oh, so well, and they fed right. off of that. And, and Heenan would always get the you know get the crowd to do the weasel chant, and you know the brain would just eat that up. And uh, it was amazing. You know, I thought that they were always my favorite. That's you know, that's the main reason why the older wrestling for me was just great because both of them on the mic were absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, definitely a very very close second are the King and, and Jr. But actually, you know, third for me would have been Vince and Jesse. I, I thought they were great They're as good. well. I think they were absolutely fantastic. And Vince is very good on the mic. He always was a great announcer. He could be up there in the top five as well. But, yeah, those would be my top three commentating teams. And so what Jeremy had, uh, Gorilla and Bobby Heenan were his all-time favorite duo, same as us. Mm-hmm. And with heel Jerry Lawler probably being his favorite overall individual, same as us. So um, honorable mention of Jesse Ventura and, of course, Lord Alfred Hayes. Okay. And he said Vince was actually really good, and as he was, he was the butt of a lot of Lawler's jokes. And Lawler always saying he wore a toupee. He found that fantastic. And then for the current batch, he thinks they're horrible. Graves has potential, but he flip-flops all the time between who he supports, which gets old. Renee can barely get a word in, and at times I forget she's even there. True. She she doesn't talk much, and I think they need to push that a little bit more as they go. But it sounds like, um, and I didn't even, you know, that's Jeremy sending that to you. I didn't even see that. So pretty much we're on the same exact page, and we actually it sounded like we said a lot of the same things. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and I, I forgot about it. That's why I had to pull up what he said. Um, so uh, thank you, Jeremy, of course, uh, for the perfect discussion. Mm-hmm. And uh, which, by the way, it, we'll, we talked about it on Wednesday where he's at with us in, in football. So Still one behind. Yep. So keep it up, man. You're, you're doing great. And uh, so our final discussion of the day, so I can head up to East Lansing. Top three wrestlers to never win the WWE or F or WCW heavyweight title. So for me, I have honorable mentions. Uh, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Yep. Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. I know he might be in your top. Yep. Um, and Ted DiBiase for me are my honorable mentions. I didn't do honorable mentions. Um, so I'll start off with my just top three. And, yeah, my number three is Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Um, you know, intercontinental champion, tag champion. Um, you know, the dude was great. He just he's one of those to where I'm pretty sure they uh, what did they say that he didn't he didn't need the title to make him sort of thing. Um, it's kind of like Michaels later on where he yeah. said he didn't want the title. Yeah, you don't. He, he's already a big enough star that you don't really need the title. It's just there. You know, there are guys who need the title and need to have that on them to give them that next push. But yeah, Kurt Henning is my number three. My number three is the American Dream. Dusty Rhodes, okay. and uh, I have him at three. Never won, you know. He had NWA title, NWA, of course, yeah. but he never had WCW or WWE. So that's okay. why I put him at three. Hot times, baby, hot times. My number two um, was if if I was growing up in the eighties, he would have been my favorite, probably Rick Rude. Um, absolutely loved Rick Rude. I thought he was, you know, I go back and watch that phenomenal wrestler. I mean, he's great. I loved how just. 
him putting other people's like girls and stuff on his trunks, airbrushed back in the eighties, <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal, and having uh you know Heen in there as his mouthpiece for a good amount. I thought he was great. I loved Rick Rude. Rick Rude is not better than Mr. Perfect, but in my opinion, I think that he could have, he should have had been that, and he was the same thing. He had the body, had the charisma, had all of that. He didn't need the belt. You know, that's right. that's what they didn't want. He didn't need it. Right. And my number two, uh, to throw back to Santino Morella, Roddy the Piper, uh, <laughs> he is my number two. You know, he, he essentially carried a lot of this. And I went back, and I was like, I feel like he won the WCW title, though. And I couldn't remember, so I just put him in at number two. I felt like he wanted off of Hogan, but I could be wrong. Maybe he – I think he just beat Hogan without the title, but yeah, I can't remember. Um, so might have to get a correction on that, but that would, would have been my number two. And if he if he did win the WCW title, then you could throw Dusty at two or throw in Mr. Perfect, like we said, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, any of those guys. Well, I was hoping that he wouldn't because that's my number one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Roddy Piper is one of my favorites. Um, old school guy, especially going into WCW as well. You know, that's actually where I saw him more until obviously he went back to the network and watched everything. But I mean, everything Piper did was phenomenal. Even later when he came out, or you know, when he came back in the uh, mid early two thousand or early to mid two thousands, absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, Piper still had everything about it. He had the Piper's Pit. I, I thought he was great. He was a wonderful heel. He was a great face. There was so much good about Piper. He was an amazing wrestler. I mean, if you wear a kilt around, you got to be a badass, right, to be in that business. And, and Piper certainly was with his, like, 17 kids or how many ever he had to, <laughs> which is also insane. But, yeah, Piper is my number one. And even if he did win it, screw it. I'm still picking him number one. Right. Suck it. You know my number one? No. Owen Hart. Okay. He should have won. You know, I still think he's the king of hearts, the better heart. Yep. Red heart, whatever. Brandon, don't care. Owen Hart should have won the title. You know, unfortunately, his his life was ended short. I don't think they would ever put the title on him anyway, even though he passed away. Um, I don't think he ever would have gotten it. But uh, another guy that was, you know, a mid-carder to, you know, low high card or main card, um, he, he should have been there. But he was overshadowed by Brett. And then by the time Brett was gone, you know, that's when you had Michaels coming in, The Rock coming in, Triple H coming in. So it just wasn't his time. The timing was off for him. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, next week, like we said, we're going to discuss Bash at the Beach, 1996, the Hogan heel turn. And uh, our, our final discussion next week will be, because we talked a lot about kayfabe, is the top five, and we made it top five, moments where people broke kayfabe. So... Want to talk a little bit about that next week. So, as always, I am Kane. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. To you, stat guy. Oh, you're not here. All right. Bye.